Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. This is Dr. Michael A. Milton welcoming you to today's devotional, Walk This Way, from Ephesians chapter 5. We'll have more to say about this after a word from our sponsors. In the past decade, the Action Bible has helped millions of kids across the world better understand the stories of the Bible. Through vivid illustrations and fast-paced stories, children have engaged in God's Word like never before. Now, in 2024, there is a new edition, the Faith in Action Edition, with enhanced features. The Action Bible Faith in Action Edition has a new color design, 230 Bible stories, and digital resources that will help kids grow in the knowledge of God's Word. These resources include hundreds of devotionals, prayers, timelines, maps, Bible facts, teaching videos, activities, and more. Additionally, kids will learn about seven major themes of the Bible. These themes include courage, faith, hope, love, service, trust, and wisdom. The Faith in Action Edition is the most complete illustrated Bible for kids. You can purchase your copy today of the Action Bible Faith in Action Edition at Sam's Club, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBook.com, or wherever books are sold. Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. This Way is written and read by Dr. Michael A. Milton. This devotional is taken from Ephesians chapter 5 and verses 1 through 7. Therefore be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering, and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be named among you as is fitting for saints, neither filthiness, nor foolish talking, nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving a thanks. For this you know, that no fornicator, unclean person, nor covetous man who is an idolater has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not be partakers With them, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord will endure forever. One of the first things we learn as little ones 
is how to walk. Our parents teach us how to walk in two ways, or at least two ways. They teach us by motivation, and they teach us by prohibition. Walk this way. Come to me, and the motivation is love. The little toddler wobbles towards mother or father. Only a few steps, but oh, what joy there is as the child falls into the arms of mom or dad. But there's another instruction. Do not walk over there. Over there could be a step down in the living room, which could lead to a tumble, and one could get hurt. Walk like this, but don't walk like that. Those instructions, positive and negative, positive out of a motivation for love, a negative instruction or a prohibition to avoid pain, is given to us by a loving Heavenly Father. And in Ephesians chapter 5, God provides this instruction to us on how to follow Jesus. And he does so from the hand of the Apostle Paul, writing to the church at Ephesus, where he spent more time than any other. And he's teaching the new believers at Ephesus, how to follow Jesus. And so he uses the metaphor, familiar universally, of walking. He says that we are to be imitators of God, and then he begins to teach us the positive and the negative of how to walk. He begins in verses 1 through 7, which we cover today, in how to walk in love. And then the Apostle Paul will move to walking in light, not in the darkness. And he'll conclude with applying our walking to everyday life and the wisdom that comes with such a such a nice walk of following Jesus. But today we begin with verses 1 through 7, to walk in love. Now, we are to be imitators of the Lord Jesus Christ, who loved us to death. He loved us by living the life we could never live and dying the death which should have been ours. A sacrifice, which Paul says is pleasing to God. A sweet-smelling aroma, hearkening back to the days of the sacrifices in Leviticus and other places in the Old Testament. All of those were pointing to the ultimate sacrifice of the Lamb of God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are to walk motivated by such love. In this way, we follow Jesus out of the power of that love. 
we must be careful with such passages and avoid the muddle-headed thinking that if I walk this way, then God will love me. Then God will bless me. It is true that you'll receive God's love and God's blessings, but we're not saved by how we're walking. How we're walking is a sign of our salvation. We begin with love, Jesus' love for us. And by receiving that love in our own hearts, in our minds, our persons, we can begin to fulfill God's law of walking like this, walking in love. And yet the Apostle Paul spends more time on the prohibition. Why? Because he is so concerned as a shepherd that the Ephesians would follow the walking ways of this world. And he mentions those ways, fornication or sexual sin uncleanness and covetousness. He's covering sins of the heart, the interior of the human being, as well as sins of the person. And he includes with this also words. In fact, he spends a great amount of time in this small section of Scripture in talking about avoiding a walk that is filled with coarse language, jesting, foolish talk that neither glorify God nor bring dignity and reflect the image of God that is in all human beings. Have you noticed the uptick in the use of foul language, the desire to apparently normalize that which just a decade ago would have been banished from television, much less our daily lives. Don't fall for it. I tell you that just as the way we would tell the toddler, stay away from those stairs. Or I would tell a walker, be careful, there's no shoulder on the road. It could lead to you being hurt. That's the same admonition that is here. Don't use such language. It comes from a darkened spot on the human soul, perhaps a place that is being sanctified by God, but you're on your way, you're not there yet, and you give in to coarse jesting, language that's unbecoming a saint, as Paul puts it. Walk like this. Don't walk like that. This kind of walk, the walk motivated by love, leads to a sacrifice that is acceptable to God. The other walk leads to tragedy and heartache. I'm not saying you'll lose your salvation to have a coarse joke, but I am saying it could come at the expense of your own progress in following Jesus. We end this devotional by thinking about how Jesus walked at the very end of his ministry and his life. He walked 
the Via Della Rosa, the way of the cross. This is the love the Apostle Paul is writing about. That's the love that motivates us to walk like this. At the intersection of faith and life, to walk like Jesus is to cultivate a life of love, drawing from the life of Jesus. That's a life of prayer, of devotions, of what Donald Whitney calls spiritual disciplines of the Christian life. Those disciplines articulated in Holy Scripture will keep us on the right path. It will exercise the gifts that God has given us. And like any good walk, it'll build up muscle, a spiritual muscle, and a spiritual endurance. Walk like this. Walk in love. Further reading, I would like to encourage those of you who have the tenacity and will to consider Martin Lloyd-Jones's Sermons on Ephesians. Also, consider Brian Chappell's commentary on Ephesians. Finally, I want to encourage you to consider the late Eugene Peterson's A Long Obedience in the Same Direction. That's a walk that we all want to take. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you, and cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you as you follow Him. This is Mike Milton for the Crosswalk Devotional. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. I'm Dr. Lauren DeVille, a practicing naturopathic physician in Tucson, Arizona. In my podcast, Christian Natural Health, my guests and I discuss topics ranging from nutrition, sleep, hormone balancing, and exercise to specific health concerns like hair loss, anxiety, and hypothyroidism. I'll also interweave biblical principles as they apply throughout the podcast because true health is body, mind, and spirit. Listen to Christian Natural Health for free at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcast platform.